Thank you, ladies. That was a wonderful job. If you enjoyed that, come back in two weeks, and you'll hear a lot more of that. Amen. Brother Dalton, if you will, to come and let the... Okay, yeah. It don't matter, I can't read. <laughs> and they quit putting pictures in here, so I'm, I'm up the creek without a paddle. All right, Brother Dalton. Told in that thing right there. <laughs> if you ain't careful. Did somebody else get that way? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. I'm thankful, as a sister's son, that uh, God's mercy is abundant. Amen. I'm telling you, I deserve justice, every one of us in here did. But thank God for that mercy. Thank God that that mercy stepped in. I, I couldn't imagine uh, standing before God and being judged from the law. Couldn't imagine it. I'd be on my way to hell today without a shadow of a doubt. But you know what he's going to be looking for when you meet him face to face is that blood. Has he been applied on your heart? That's all that's going to matter at the end of the day. And people are going to miss heaven by the space between their heart and their brain. They've got a head knowledge of Christ, but they don't have a heart knowledge. Uh, but I'm thankful, so thankful that we've got mercy. But tonight, if you've got your Bibles, turn with us over to 1 Peter chapter number 5. 1 Peter chapter number 5 won't be before you long. Amen. You can say amen to that. I guess I better hook this thing up before I get in trouble. Amen. 1 Peter chapter number 5. Peter chapter number 5 if you found your place say amen ain't you glad for the word of God amen ain't you glad for the word of God and the Bible says the elders which are among you I exhort who I am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed feed the flock of God which is among you taking the oversight thereof not by constraint but willingly uh, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another, and be clothed, clothed with humility, for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk, lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren in your brethren that are in the world but the grace of listen to this this is what I want you to get but the grace of all great but the God of all grace 
who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Father, we thank you for another time to be in your house, Lord, and we thank you for your precious word. Most importantly, we thank you for your grace, your mercy, your long-suffering, Lord. And I pray that you just touch each and every heart here tonight. Lord, I just pray, God, that you'd help us in moving forward, Lord, and just thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. I'd like us to think for just a couple of minutes, where can you go? For just a couple of minutes, and, and I'm just going to be dead honest with you tonight. I am not prepared for this. This is my notes right here, folks. I was on the way over here, and I had something all planned out, and praise God, as soon as I pulled in the parking lot, God started dealing with me to go on a different route. But I'd like us to think, where can you go? And I was thinking there on the way over here, you know, there's no doubt about it. We look at our church family and how great we really have. I mean, we've got a wonderful church family, no doubt about it. But where can you go when the trouble starts to happen? Amen. I mean, you can go to anybody in the house of God that's here tonight, and you know what? No doubt about it, everything's fine. But there's only one person that you can go to and really, really go to whatever time of day it is. Praise God, it don't matter if it's 1 o'clock in the morning. It don't matter if it's 2 o'clock in the morning. You can always go to Jesus Christ. And I thank God for that. And verse number 7, casting all your care upon Him. Brother, I'm going to tell you, I've had times in my life where I was afraid to talk to people about it because I figured, that they would never understand exactly what I was going through but you know what just as soon as I got down and I started praying to Jesus I felt a peace come over me thank God I'm going to tell you what I live for that peace that Jesus can give me it's a peace that nobody can ever give me but Jesus see I'm going to tell you something we go through times in our lives and we can't explain it but I thank God that there's one that knows all about it he knows everything that goes on in your life. Praise God. And he's got a book and he keeps a record of it. Thank God. And I'm going to tell you what, every time you get down on your knees and you pray to God or you've cried to God, he's bottled up them tears. He knows where you're at and what you need. Where else can you go? Hey man, you can go to the preacher all day long. I'm going to tell you what, you can go to the preacher all day long, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I, I don't know about you, but I'm not one of these that go and they, that sees a pervert in a box and tells him my sins, thank God, and he goes away praying for me. They don't work that way. You can go see the preacher all day long and tell him what you've got going on in your life, and I'll tell you what, we'll pray for you. We'll try to help you, but thank God that's all we can do. See, if you go straight to the man and tell him what you need, thank God, he's the only one that can do anything for you. He's the only one that can make the difference, thank God. Hey man, I'm going to tell you what, we carry our burdens way too much. Amen. We carry our problems. We carry everything way, way too much. And you know what I find? It's just so easy to get down on your knees and say, God, I need help. And I understand it's a hard thing to do to get down on your knees and say, God, I need help. But I thank God every time that you do that, He hears you. And He's there to help you. Amen. I'm going to tell you I'm the worst person ever for carrying the burdens. 
Amen. I am the worst person ever. I'm going to tell you what, if I don't worry myself to death, I'll never die. Hey man, I'm going to tell you, I worry about the stupidest stuff. I mean, I do. It don't matter what it is. Praise God, if I get it in my mind, thank God I'm going to worry about it. But you know what I find? If I just take it to the Lord, I, I mean... I, I'm so narrow-minded and my brain ain't no bigger than a little old peanut. Thank God. But I'm going to tell you what I find as soon as I take it to Jesus, it seems like my mind and everything is just calmed from that problem. Am I the only one? in here tonight. I'm going to tell you what, it's the power of God, folks. It's the power of God. I thank God that He cares about me so much that every single time I pray, every time I need something, He's right there to listen, thank God. When I needed a Savior, when I needed somebody to save me, He drew me inside of the house of God and I sat down in, I don't know if y'all heard this story, but I sat down about middle ways with my uncle and my aunt and that preacher, thank God, he got to preaching on me and I knew it was me. Thank God that he loved me that much to send a message my way and to save my soul from hell. Where else can you go? Where else can you go? I began to think about all this today and I, I was visiting uh, C. Bunnell, uh Blaylock, well Malcolm, and uh, I was visiting her today and what a blessing. I'm going to tell you what, what a blessing just to be able to see it and just to listen. Just to sit there and listen to all the wonderful things that woman's seen. I mean, that's just a blessing to me. That's a blessing to me. And you know what? I began to realize she was talking about some of the things that she had in her Bible. She's got a thing in her Bible about the Sunday school that we used to have. It had 200 and some people in there. She still had that in her. But she kept talking about all these things. And I couldn't help but to think. And, and right before I left, she prayed. We, we all gathered around. We all prayed. And I just couldn't help but to think how great that really is I mean she my goodness I don't care if I went to college for five or six years praise God she could still put me to shame on praying amen and I begin to think how many times that lady's called upon the name of the Lord and God was right there all the time. Same way with everybody's in here. You remember a time that you crawled out, called out to God and you needed Him and He'd come and he showed you the way. Hey man, I can remember that. Matthew chapter number 11 verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I believe too many times, folks, just, just bear with me. I believe too many times that we bring all of our worries in the house of God. And we hold on to them and we hold on to them, thank God, and we never get rid of them. I'm going to tell you what, you'll worry yourself to death. Look at verse number 8 here. Well, let's, let's, just, uh, let's just go to verse number 6. Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, sinking whom he may devour. I wanted to go here for just a minute to explain something. When you don't cast all your care upon Jesus, it makes you weak. It makes you weak. It makes you to the point where, I mean, I, at any given point you may break down and you may give in to something that normally you wouldn't. 
carrying your burdens, carrying your sin makes you weaker. It makes you weak. I can remember the time I got saved. Praise God, that was the strongest feeling that I ever had in my life. If I go back in time and I think about the strongest time in my life, it was the time I come up off the altar a born-again Christian. I'm going to tell you what, you could have set Satan right in front of me and I'd have punched him dead, amen. I'm going to tell you what, I felt so good in the Lord, thank God, I could have shot my shoe heels off. Amen. I mean, I felt like I could go out there and I could find David, thank God, and I could throw my boot at him and kill him. I mean, I felt good, no doubt about it. And in the cares and in the worries, thank God, and then I started pastoring, amen, and then all that fell on my shoulders, thank God. And then I started trying to carry around everything for everybody instead of giving it to God. And that made me weaker. That made me a weaker preacher. That made me a weaker pastor. Thank God. And that made me just totally a weaker person all in general. But I'm going to tell you what. I find some of the most powerful men and women of God are the ones that when they have problems, they get down there and they pray about it. When they've got problems, they take it straight to the Lord. They don't get on their phones and say, You ain't going to believe what they've done to me. They don't look at their husband or their wife and say, You ain't going to believe this. Oh my goodness, you, I just need help. Thank God they don't do that. They get down and they say, God, I, here I am. Here I am. And they cast all their cares upon Him. I'm going to remind you, the Bible says that the Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. Man, not so much. I will tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't you put all your care in a person. Don't you put all your care in a pastor, thank God. Don't do it. Don't even try. Don't even think about it. See, that's why too many times people get out of the house of God and they go on their own way is because they put all their faith, all their trust in one man and it wasn't Jesus. It was the head of the church. It was the pastor. It may have been a deacon, praise God. I'm going to tell you what, we are all human and we will all fail you. We will all come short to the glory of God. Every single one of us here will. But thank God Jesus never will. I'm going to tell you what I believe without a shadow of a doubt. If I just step down and just go sit in the back row, God would raise up somebody. Amen. I'm going to tell you, for every fake preacher that Satan has, God has three of them. Real men of God preachers. Thankful for that. Moving on here. Verse number 9. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. I'm just going to tell you, folks, once again, there's no other place you can go to. I'm going to tell you, everybody's looking for something anymore. Everybody's looking for somebody to talk to, somebody to, to do whatever. But there's nobody like Jesus. There's nobody quite like Jesus. I remember a time, and I may have said this here before. If I did, I don't care. I'm going to say it again. Hey, man, I remember, I remember a time 
And one night I, I got through at a church meeting and I'm going to tell you what, I, my heart was absolutely broken. I mean, I felt like I could not go on no more. I felt like if I could live another day, it would be a miracle from God. I thought if I'd ever step back in the pulpit, it would be a miracle from God. If I'd ever walk through the church doors, it would be a miracle from God. And I called somebody. And I knelt down right here that night. Right there. And I put all that care on him. Jesus. I put everything on him. And I said, Lord, you know what? I'm at the end of my ropes. I don't know which way to go no more. I got in the truck and I couldn't help. I mean, I couldn't even hardly see to drive. I don't know how I got home. But I did. And I pulled in that driveway and I thought to myself, Lord, just show me where I need to be. Just put me where I need to be. I don't want to be somewhere I'm not wanted. Hey, man, none of us do. And next morning I was plowing snow. Gave my resignation. That same day, Sugar Grove called me. Like you come preach. And I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I thought, Lord, I just don't know if I can do it. And then Brother Greg called, will you come preach for me? Next thing you know, God was opening up them doors. Why? Because I casted all my care upon Him. If you want a door opened in your life right now, cast your cares upon Him. Give it to Him. Give your problems. Give, give, give all your grudges to Him. We talked about that in Sunday school, and I ain't quite got over that yet. Putting all, getting rid of your grudges. I've been working on that today. I have. Just give it all to Jesus. I mean, who else? I mean, who else could you go to? Where else can you go? You know, I've heard it said many a times, and, and I'm sure maybe somebody in here can testify to it. And I'm going to give everybody a time to testify before we leave tonight because I just I feel burdened on that. So you might want to be sitting there thinking about something because I will call on you. I will. But I was sitting there thinking today how many times people are sometimes that Holy Ghost comes behind the house of God tell somebody to give their testimony and they don't do it. They blow it off. I'm going to tell you what. Your testimony is the most important thing that you have today. I'm going to tell you what. Your testimony can save people. You, just you telling your testimony can lead people to Jesus. That's what I mean by it. I'm going to tell you, I, I've, got, I've heard so many testimonies. I'm so thankful for them. Praise God. And you know what I find... <clears throat> It's people that's at their lowest point that have the best stories. They can tell you the best things of how God raised them up, how Jesus lifted them up. When they thought they couldn't go on no further, thank God there He was. When they thought all the cares in life was just too hard for them to bear, there was Jesus. There was Jesus. I can't preach all no longer. I'm fixing to lose my voice. Mama, will you come to the piano? But where else can you go? Where else can you go tonight? You can hide from God all day long. Heard people talk about how they were raised up in church and they got out of church. 
But even though in the bars, even though wherever they were at where they shouldn't be, in the back of their mind there was God. In the back of their mind there was Jesus. While they were sitting at the bar drinking, I bet they were thinking about that little old saint of God down there praying for them. Where else can you go? Where else can you go? Let us stand. Let us stand. If you need to come pray tonight, come pray. If you've got something on your heart that you need to get rid of, please come. Please come.